Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Meant for Big Things podcast. I'm your host, Grayson Pruitt, and today we are doing a really exciting collaboration with the Villanova School of Business Mentorship Program. January is National Mentoring Month, so I'm here with the head of the VSB Mentoring Program, Michelle Gianfricaro, to talk about the value of mentoring, how you find a mentor, tips and tricks to have a successful mentoring relationship, and more. Michelle has been with the VSB Mentor Program since its founding and has witnessed firsthand the impact and the power of mentoring relationships. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Thanks so much, Grayson. So happy to be with you today. I'm excited to talk about mentoring. But before I do that, I want to talk just a little bit about my Villanova background and my early career experience. I was a Villanova student, graduated in 89 with an accounting degree. After Villanova, I worked for Coopers and Librand. I did three years on their audit team until I went to work for my biggest client, which was GlaxoSmithKline. And I was there for 18 years in a variety of different roles before I took a time out from corporate America and came to Villanova to launch the VSB Mentor Program. That's amazing, Michelle, and we're so glad you're here. I'll give you guys a little bit of background on our relationship. So I joined the VSB Mentor Program my sophomore year, and I met Michelle via email, and we finally got to introducing ourselves in person last fall. It was so exciting getting to tell her how the VSB Mentor Program had transformed not only my Villanova experience, but my entire life and professional opportunities beyond Villanova. I also was able to join the VSB Mentor Program Advisory Board, which is comprised of students and alums, and that has opened up so many opportunities to be able to give back to the program and to help it grow. So I'd love to hear the story behind creating the program and how you had the idea to do so. Happy to share that. I'll say right up front, it wasn't my idea. I wish I could take full credit for it. But Dean Melinda German here at the business school recognized that we had really talented students and we had really passionate, enthusiastic, and successful alumni who very much still love Villanova. And she had the idea to bring the student together with the alums in mentoring relationships. So interestingly, I was on the Villanova alumni board at that time. I had already transitioned away from GlaxoSmithKline. And we always talk about the power of networking. And it was actually at a networking lunch that I even found out that Dean German and Dean Majidi and VSB were considering building a mentoring initiative. And as soon as I heard about it, I thought that is such a win-win. It's a win for the students who will get the benefit of, of working with a professional mentor who's ahead of them on their career path. And it's fantastic for alums. Being an alum myself, Villanova is where I learned the importance of giving back and paying it forward and helping others. So I thought, what a natural fit. And then it came up that they needed someone to lead the program. And I said, well, that would be something I'm interested in. And an introduction was made. And she said, just come in and help us get this off the ground. I was excited to do that. When I left corporate America, I was interested in doing something more entrepreneurial. I didn't have a big idea or lots of money. So this helped to scratch that itch for me. And I really believed in it. In August 2013, I started as a part-timer, rolled up my sleeves and, and started researching mentoring, mentoring programs. 
and learning what other colleges and universities who were a little bit ahead of us had done. And how have you seen the program change? Yeah, it was fun. We did a a two-year pilot and realized that it worked. Mm -hmm. Like more students wanted to get involved, more alums wanted to get involved. And that was the foundation we needed to scale the program. That's fantastic. And one thing I have to mention that's really cool is the VSB Mentor Program today has this powerful and advanced algorithm that matches you with mentors. And I was paired up with my mentor, Clara, my sophomore year. She works in the energy sector and a lot of our interests overlapped, like environmentalism, French, international relations. Um, One thing that didn't overlap as much was actually business. And funny enough, after our relationship had started, I had just started the podcast and I was looking to scale it into something a little bit bigger. And so she had a really integral role in helping with merchandise, figuring out how to market things and through getting to know each other she eventually helped lead me to the world of finance so it's really incredible how mentors have the power to change the trajectory of your entire life so michelle what makes mentoring important to you i want to jump in at this point with a i think an appropriate quote from oprah quote a mentor is someone who lets you see the hope inside yourself Mm -hmm. and i've experienced that personally i remember that from when i was little Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I wanted a big sister. Mm. I never had one. I'm the oldest in my family. I have two younger brothers. They are great guys, and I love them dearly. But I always thought it would be so cool to have a bigger sister. And now when I step back and and peel that back, I'm like, I think I always wanted someone to show me the way. I wanted someone to look up to and and who was ahead of me Mm -hmm. who could bring me along. So that's an early connection point for me Mm -hmm. and mentoring. One of my classic mentoring stories and probably the first one I recall from a career perspective was with my first boss at GlaxoSmithKline. She acted in a mentoring role. Now, typically when you have a mentor, it's not the person who's your boss, but we would meet, I don't know, every two weeks for a one-on-one. And I noticed a recurring agenda item that she would always put on her agenda was me getting my MBA. Really? Really. And we hadn't discussed it previously, I was still pretty new in the position and working for her. The first few times it came up, I said, oh, I'm absolutely interested in getting my MBA sometime, like down the road. Pretty excited to be in this new role and a new organization. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to learn. And she'd smile and nod, and it would come up again in our next discussion. One day she got really clear, and she said, I think you should be doing it, like, really soon, like now. Wow. That was kind of my reaction. And then she stepped back, and she said, at this point, you're young in your career. You don't have a family or other obligations, people that are leaning on you. I don't see why you're not doing this now. She planted that seed and continued to politely and respectfully fertilize it. And those conversations fast-tracked me to apply to MBA programs. Now, I was able to do a part-time MBA program. That was the right time to do it. I was comfortable where I was, Mm -hmm. and I was planning to pursue it in two or three years. But she got me on that path, and and that was really an eye-opener for me. And now it's interesting, decades later... Like that MBA enabled me to become an adjunct faculty here at VSB. Wow. Because the fact I had it, I was able to teach business dynamics. So I've experienced the power of mentoring. You've experienced the Mm -hmm. power of mentoring. It is pretty special. It is pretty impactful. And we've talked about experiences where we've been mentees. We, We could talk to a lot of people we know, and they can tell you the benefit of how good that feels from a mentor perspective. Mm-hmm. Because you get to have a role in 
helping someone move down their pathway. You get to see something in someone and, and help nurture that, help them see it and bring great things to life. You know, I have a pretty broad view of mentoring. Mentoring can be really impactful if you're in a formal program or if you're in an informal relationship or if you're just hungry and looking for people who are ahead of you doing the things you want to do. So how do you even find mentors? What's your best advice? Keep your eyes and ears open and don't be afraid to explore your network and explore people who you admire and get a little closer to them. Link in with them. If it's someone you know, ask for 15 minutes to have coffee. Tell them what you've been up to. Tell them you're considering X, Y, Z, you know, that you have a big goal or you have a dream. You admire what they do and how they do it. If you're ready and you feel timing is right, ask if they would be willing to engage with you in a mentoring relationship. So you say if you feel ready. I know you're also a strengths coach. Yes. What kind of self-developmental work do you think is needed before pursuing a mentor relationship? Yeah, great question. I don't think you need to do a deep dive on your strengths necessarily. I do think you need to be clear on what you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. When you ask someone to be in a mentoring relationship with you, you're asking them to engage with you and you're asking them to be part of your journey and invest their time and their talent with you. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing you could do for them is to be clear on what you're trying to achieve and help them see why they're a fit because then from a mentor perspective, if we're in a mentoring relationship and I'm really clear with you, I'm the mentee and you're the mentor, and I'm really clear with you on what I'm trying to achieve in the next 18 months, that helps you really hone in on where I am. And you can meet me where I'm at rather than guessing what's this person trying to do and how am I supposed to help them? And am I being helpful or am I wasting my time or mm -hmm. their time? Like there, there can just be a lot of confusion. Going back to finding a mentor, I'm so glad you said what you did because I had to practice this my sophomore year and junior year when I really didn't know what my trajectory was, what career path I wanted to pursue. And I was also really hungry for a mentor and some advice. So anyway, in my steps of finding a mentor, what I decided to do was write down a list on Excel of all the professionals that I knew. It could also be people from growing up and I would write down their name, their job title, the industry that they were in, and then where we kind of overlapped in terms of interests, and then where our last interaction was. After that was done, I went through the entire list and I picked up two to three people who I thought really matched my interests and who I was really excited about learning from and getting to know. What I ended up doing was reaching out to both via LinkedIn to do a 15-minute phone call to catch up and to hear about XYZ, I made sure I said something specific. And those relationships have turned into mentoring relationships that are ongoing. You did network analysis. When you made your spreadsheet and talked about the commonplaces and then did some assessment and, and said, these are the two people I want to reconnect with and, and catch them up on what I've been doing and, and where I want to go. And you're still in touch with them mm -hmm. today and consider them friends. I mean, that's really valuable. I think of the alternative. If you didn't take the initiative to join the VSB mentor program or to do your network analysis or to select a couple people to re-engage, you might still be scratching your head on, on your own, feeling alone and feeling like it's up to you to figure out by yourself. You don't have to go through life and through this journey of deciding where to start your career alone. There's a whole lot of people around you, especially if you're a college student. You know, it's funny you say that because my second semester junior year, 
I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I felt like I could go in a million different directions and I almost felt embarrassed. That's when I called up my mentor again through the VSB mentor program and I kind of just had to suck it up and be totally vulnerable and say, listen, this is where I'm at. I really need your help because I feel lost and I don't know what to do next. And she was able to step in, having known me for a couple years, and create some solutions. After that conversation, she ended up directing me to financial services, connected me with some people, and that eventually manifested into an opportunity. And now I'm so ecstatic to be in such an amazing industry that I maybe wouldn't have chosen first for myself. Well, there's so much in there that's rich about what you talked about and I think you'd be going in a different direction if you hadn't completely and and not a bad direction right just a different direction if you hadn't been vulnerable with your mentor who you had that established relationship with and and said this is how I'm feeling this is where I am can we talk she was there for you Mm -hmm. she was there for you and you jointly did that analysis and she came up with some ideas to consider and planted a few new seeds, totally Totally. based on what she knew. For people who may be feeling intimidated to reach out to a mentor or to reconnect with someone, I know I had mentioned that I sent that LinkedIn message. What are other ways you think people can reach out to create that mentoring relationship? There may be more opportunities for informal mentoring. Mm -hmm. Like if you're active in a business society or a club here on campus, or you give tours through Blue Key or Mm -hmm. your activism orientation council, like who are the people in that organization who you admire, who you'd like to learn a little something from? If you're selective and you are respectful in your approach and you open with a compliment, Grayson, I always enjoy seeing you and spending time with you. Your enthusiasm is authentic and you lift me up and I want to be there to help you achieve your goals. I think most people are going to want to spend a little time and pay it forward. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of what you're talking about because I work with students. Mm -hmm. So I see so many sophomores who join the VSB mentor program. I meet with them and I feel like sometimes they want to whisper, Michelle, I'm not sure what I want to do when I grow up. And sometimes it comes through as a whisper. Sometimes it comes through and people are comfortable owning it. But I'll tell you what, most of the sophomores I talk to say that. One of the distinctive things about our program is the students join during sophomore years we've been talking about, and they stay with their same mentor until graduation. Most students I work with who join as sophomores come in maybe a little confused about what they want to do going forward. And through their junior years, their senior years, and that two-plus year stretch working Mm -hmm. with their mentor, leave here very confident Villanovans, pointed in the right direction, chasing down an industry, starting work in their dream job, leaving with the maturity you talk about, Mm -hmm. the maturity and the confidence. And to me, that's my favorite thing. Like Leading the VSB mentoring program is so rewarding because I get to see the impact mentoring is having on student mentees and on alumni mentors. One other thing that I always think about is they're giving me so much valuable information, like really selflessly. They're giving their time, they're investing in me and my success. As a student, how do I give back? It's a great question. And and that really rounds out a, a nice, healthy mentoring relationship. Mm-hmm. The advice is not just one way. I've seen students be really creative in reverse mentoring, where the mentee provides value and insight and advice to the mentor. I've seen student mentees 
um, support their mentors, helping train them up a little bit on social media. I have seen student mentees give their mentors who are hiring managers feedback on the hiring process and kind of helping that hiring manager mentor maybe polish up their skills and and become a little more current in what college grads looking for in internship experiences and in first job out experiences. Providing that voice and that insight. Wow. Wow. So when you first start out that relationship, obviously you want to build that rapport, you want to be professional, but you also want to share some of your personality and your interests. Can you give some tips on how to strike that balance? We encourage that right up front. We encourage the student mentee and alumni mentor to do that through introductions Mm -hmm. early in the relationship. Find common area of interest, be respectful, of you know this alumni mentor and however old they are and whatever mm-hmm. career path they've they've had what's important to them what do they like to do in their downtime be an active listener on that engage in that respect that and i think one great way to do that is to lead by example and and share some things you enjoy doing outside the classroom we all remember our college experience was more than the in classroom experience mm-hmm. now i would ask you to use good judgment on what you share but i i think definitely encouraging you to share activities that you're involved in, interests you have, hobbies that you have, what you like to do when you have free time. Free time's like really special. Mm -hmm. What do you like to do over breaks? I think that's another way to help them focus in on meeting you where you're at. Mm -hmm. Mentors are people too. And I think use good judgment, share a little bit about yourself and and what you're up to and and show genuine interest and listen and, and be respectful. I've always been high on mutual respect, and I I think it has an important place Mm -hmm. in a mentoring relationship. Fantastic. Yeah. Something really cool that the VSB Mentor Program does is feature success stories. So from what you've seen since you started this program, what are some strategies to craft a successful mentoring relationship? Yeah, I'm glad you've asked that, and thanks for plugging our mentor program success stories. It's my favorite part of our monthly newsletters, highlighting pairs in the program that really are having impactful relationships. The very first time we as a VSB mentor program celebrated National Mentoring Month, we had an evening event and we had a guest speaker, VSB grad alum, MBA, Paul Ritter. And he has a real passion for mentoring and... He was asked a similar question about what's an important tip for a successful mentoring relationship. And it's always stayed with me. He said, well, the most important thing for a mentee to do is to listen. And he said, and the most important thing for a mentor to do is to listen. When I reflect and read our mentoring program success stories, when I talk with participants in the program, when I hear you talk about teeing up to Clara, that I'm working hard, but I I feel lost and I'm not exactly sure what direction I should be heading in. She was there for you and listened and then responded. And what did you do? You listened and then responded. So I think it is that like really magic thread that weaves through the best mentoring relationships. Kind of in the same vein of my last question, when you're in the meeting with your mentor, how do you make it super effective so that you both can take away value? In our program, up front, once a pair is matched, we ask them to complete a very simple mentoring partnership agreement. And really what that does is outline at a very high level the goals the mentee has for the relationship, the goals the mentor has for the relationship. And everyone knows the timeline of of the relationship. And we ask them right up front, what's going to work best for them 
in terms of meeting and connecting. We ask everyone to um, connect on a monthly basis for a live discussion, and that could be Zoom like you're talking about. It could be FaceTime. It could be an in-person meeting if, if they're both in the same location. Mm-hmm. And it could be a combination of those things over time. That's really our guideline. That's something they need to take ownership of. And I'll highlight that that is probably one of the key components is like setting a good schedule mm-hmm. for meeting times. So some pairs are very disciplined and will say, we're going to meet the first Wednesday night of every month from seven to eight, and they book it. Others are much more like, let's, as a best practice, schedule our next meeting when we, as we conclude this one. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my favorite tips because then you're not leaving it open-ended and there won't be confusion between you and me who was going to be on point to set mm-hmm. the next meeting. So I think always having that next meeting scheduled is a really good tip. And then subsequent to you know, kicking off with the Strong Mentoring Partnership Agreement, we really ask our mentees to be in the driver's seat for their mentoring relationship. So if you think of the car, the students driving the car, mm-hmm. they're setting the agenda, if you will, for where that car is going and, and what topics are going to be discussed during that meeting. You could really envision your mentor then in the front passenger seat, right along there with you. They're going to go where you're going. The mentors are counting on the mentees to let them know where the student will find it most valuable to spend that time. Depends where you are in your relationship. Again, the more you as a mentee can do to be clear and authentic and transparent in your trusting mentoring relationship with your mentor, the more effective they're going to be able to be in meeting you where you're at. Fantastic. I think one of the things that's so special about mentoring is at any point in time in your life and in your career, You could be a mentor, or you could be a mentee, or you could be both. The opportunities are really endless. If you broadly approach mentoring as not like a formal one-on-one relationship, there's great things that happen in formal one-on-one relationships, but if, if you keep your eyes and ears open for people who are interesting, doing things you find interesting, and staying close to them to learn more about what they're about, how they do what they do, and how they got there, and you're willing to be that person for someone else who looks up to you, mentoring can just be a very, very enriching part to fulfilling a pretty complete life. And at its core, I mean, it's truly just a relationship between two people. Yeah, It's building a relationship with someone, knowing their interests, knowing who they are, and figuring out commonalities and where can we help each other grow? How can we support each other? Absolutely. I think that in a really essential part of that is showing up authentically. Absolutely. Because like any relationship, if you don't show up authentically, then you're not showing up. That's not you. Something that we say around Villanova all the time is become what you are not yet. Yes. St. Augustine says that. Exactly. And mentoring helps you become what you are not yet, what you are destined to be, what you could become with a little direction. I think in any case, Grayson, you have to be open to it. You have to have an iota of vulnerability to say, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to show up and be my authentic self and see what good things can happen if I put my very best effort Mm in. Um, You talked about our success stories in routinely we hear from the participants that the program exceeded their expectation. What they mean is their mentoring relationship exceeded their expectation of what it could be. And it's such a pivotal time in a college student's career. 
I just find that fantastic. What are you most looking forward to for VSB mentoring, for the program, for its expansion? Yeah, well, right now, immediately, we are celebrating National Mentoring Month and we are celebrating VSB's 100th anniversary. So we married those things together and we've launched a campaign to recruit 100 new alumni mentors in honor of VSB's 100th anniversary celebration. And I'll let you know where we are on that right now. We're at 50% of our goal. So we've secured 50 new alumni mentors and I have no doubt that we're going to be able to come up with another 50. And that is because I'm not doing this alone. I'm leaning on our advisory board members. Next year, we will turn 10. Wow. And I'm eager to brainstorm with others on the advisory board what we want to do to make 10 years very signature and very special for the VSB Mentor Program. First of all, that's incredible. And thank you to you and Villanova and the Mentor Program for providing such value. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for all your efforts You are truly a light, and every time I get to see you and spend time with you, I always feel so enriched. So thank you so much for sitting down with me today. It's been my pleasure. Thanks, Grayson, for inviting me onto the podcast to talk about mentoring in celebration of National Mentoring Month and its really strong connection to Meant for Big Things. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.